Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us, dude. Yeah. Here on a Tuesday, 28th day of January, 2020. We made it. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. And we are, I guess, accounted for, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And here, ready to go, doing a live broadcast from the Coors Light Studios, Big J. We're doing things. Last time you had a Coors Light, go. Well, I don't know. It's been years. Years? No offense, Coors Light. That does not bode well for our sponsor. Well, I also haven't had any other beers. It's true. Well, you found out you were allergic to beer. Right, yeah. It's not like I'm... It's just not good for me. I don't really drink that much anyways. What happened, Big J? Just got old? Decided he didn't like to get buzzed anymore? I just don't, you know, yeah. Is it because you go to bed too early? And you feel like uh, that could lead to a hangover or maybe uh, you oversleeping or whatever the case may be? No. No? <laughs> that's never That's never been a problem. All right. Good. Good. Then maybe you should just uh, let the hair down a little bit, Big J. Oh, I will. When? But I won't be drinking. I'll be doing all kinds of other drugs. <laughs> Shrooms. Oh, okay. You just Have pick a vice. Shroom tea. Stick with it for a little while. Do you like tea? I like to do e- illegal things, not not legal things. I see. Do I like tea in general? Yes. No. Okay. I mean, I'm not, like, if I go out to eat at it, this is going to sound bad, but if I go to a Chinese restaurant, I'll have tea. Now, why is that? Because it's a Chinese thing. They offer tea. You know, you go go places, it's not like they offer tea, and they bring out a little pot and little cups. Well, they would if you ordered it, though. I, I mean, don't think most places would have that. Like, you go to Red Lobster, they don't have a tea set. But they're at the Chinese restaurant, they do. Because it's part of their culture. I bet you there are more places that offer tea than you think. Probably just doesn't cross your mind. Yeah, I get tea every day at home. From the kids. That's what they call gossip now. You know that, right? I had no idea they call Oh, you didn't tea. know that? No. Whenever you hear somebody say, that's the tea... Okay. That's what that means. Well, good news. It's, I've never heard anybody say that. No, I know. I, that's weird. You've never come across that. No. I've, I've heard it in pop Is that culture, because of the Kermit the Frog meme? I, I I think that that exists because of the tea. I see. You see, not the other way around. Okay. All right. See? Learning things already, and we just got started. And I'm teaching. That's messed up. Streaming dumbass is happening over the course of the program today on top of other prizes to be won. There's all sorts of fun to be had, and we'll do all of it. Right after some jams, we got some ACDC right now. It's a long way to the top on the X-Rocks. It's Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. We have evolved beyond Netflix these days as we have dived into multiple streaming platforms, trying to find three movies that maybe Big J hasn't come across in his personal time or his private time. And we select some movies for him on a streaming service. This time around, it's Amazon Prime. We strip away the stars, the director of, the studio that brought you stuff, and we're left with something just called a brief plot description, courtesy of Amazon. And based on that plot description, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. And uh, Big J, I've never done this before in the history of streaming dumbass. Oh, pick some good movies. Good. But all three of these movies come from the action side of things on Amazon.com. And I'm telling you right now, I'm not sure if you're going to do it or not, but based on the description, there should be one very clear choice as to which way you should go. We'll see which way you decide to go, okay? Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Movie number one, 
A shootout between two hitmen begins an evening of murder, betrayal, revenge among a crooked gang of police, gangsters, assassins, and mercenaries. Real short. Yeah. Movie number two, after a security expert is hired to rescue the kidnapped daughter of a Hong Kong tech mogul, his girlfriend is also captured. Now he and his team must pull off a deadly rescue mission to confront their sadistic foe and save the hostages before time runs out. Sounds like it's classic. Movie number three. After losing his parents, a priest travels to China, where he inherits the mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. Although he is horrified by his new power, a prostitute convinces him to use it to fight crime. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Listen, how can I not take number three? Thank you. Thank you. Right? Right. The guy turns into a dinosaur. And uh, wait until you hear the title. You passed on movie number one. It was called Kill Chain. That stars Nick Cage and Annabella Costa. You passed on movie number two. That was called Escape Plan, The Extractors, starring Sylvester Stallone and David Batista. That would have been my second option. You will be watching a movie called Velocopaster. (laughs) (laughs) And it stars Daniel Steele and one guy named Voltaire. Velocopaster. Velocopaster. So, uh, you will watch a movie where a priest turns into a dinosaur and, convinced by a prostitute, uses his power to fight crime. Oh my god. Uh, it is streaming for free on Amazon Prime. I can only hope that prostitute is Jennifer Tilly. (laughs) I do not think there's any star power in this movie. Uh, you will, uh, watch it and you will give us a review of Velocopaster tomorrow right around this time. If you want to play the home game, it's there, it's up, it's on Amazon Prime, and I bet you it's a doozy. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, question for you. Yeah. As an almost 50-year-old man in Boise, oh, Idaho. Oh, oh, oh. That's what, seven years away. What motivates you? Um, breathing. <laughs> yeah, but that's an involuntary response. Yeah, I want to breathe, though. It keeps, I want to do things that keep me doing that. But what about when it comes to career and work and other things being the best yeah yeah anything else no man what are you getting at i mean i'm wondering is uh, i guess my question is are you more driven now or was there a younger version of yourself where you found yourself to be a little bit more goal-oriented and driven that's a great question um, I don't feel any different than I did when I was younger as far as uh, career-wise. So I'm going to say no. Same thing. <laughs> feel the same. <laughs> what the hell, man? Just get to the damn thing. Well, I mean, the, the what, what we're learning is that according to a new study, it's around our mid-30s when, I, when we find ourselves uh, more driven than any other point peak, in our lives. Peak driven? Yeah. We're like, you know, you still have a lot of your career left. You're wondering what that next step is going to be, and you want to do whatever you can to help take that. As we get into our 40s and then sometimes our 50s, we tend to be relatively set in our ways. And what is going to be is going to be either we're there already or we're looking at a completely different career change altogether. I would say it was then in the 30s trying to get to where I am now and then now trying to stay where I'm at. Clearly, unless I murder you. 
Well, yeah, but in your 30s, mid-30s is exactly where you are now. No, I'm 43. No, I know what, I know the difference in age, but what I'm saying is as far as your the pecking order of the world of Big J goes. Oh, yeah. Nah. Huh? You were doing mornings on the X. Was I? It's been that long? <laughs> Buddy. Wow. We've been doing this show for 13 years. Oof. Your entire 30s and all of your 40s well, have I just been lost this morning five show. years, so I don't know where I'm, what I'm doing. <laughs> Would you like to re-answer the question? Nope. Now knowing the math of the problem? All right. Either way, uh, if you are in your mid-30s, it's a good idea to start figuring stuff out. About 70% of us would like to achieve more of our goals than we currently have. And about 85% of people in their 40s look back in their 30s and go, I made some mistakes. I should be a little bit more advanced than I am now. So, use that time in your life to really take advantage of things. And, you know what? Maybe just reach those goals. Cleveland Browns announced yesterday that Andrew Barry is going to be their new general manager and executive vice president of football operations. He comes over from the Philadelphia Eagles. He is 32 years old, Big J. Speaking of people in their mid-30s that are driven, that means he is the youngest general manager in the history of the NFL. He previously worked for the Browns uh, from 2016 to 2018 as vice president of player personnel, so he's familiar with the franchise. And he came over from Philadelphia where they won a Super Bowl, so... Why not, right? Yeah. Good hire for the Browns? No. How come? Nobody they hire is a good hire because uh, the the owner. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I mean, to be Clearly. determined. Clearly, <laughs> I mean, there's you until you prove me wrong. I, I still, I mean, I just I don't understand. Like, how are they supposed to get along? You know what I mean? I mean, the general manager and the head coach are supposed to be in this shared vision. And when one is there without the other, or, the you know, you hire somebody as an underling before you hire that yeah, person's boss. Holds, somebody's got to hold the big, you know, the big book of I'm in charge. Well, you know? it's definitely Andrew Barry's in charge, but the, the weird thing is you're putting the guy in charge of somebody that he had absolutely no input in bringing right. into the fold. Yeah, well, that, That's the new. power vacuum. Right. It's a constant power vacuum there in Cleveland. Did it, they did it backwards. It's very strange and weird. Get ready. According to Clown from Slipknot, we could have an unreleased album from Slipknot coming out at some point this particular year. Apparently, four members of the band recorded some stuff back in 2008 that was scheduled to come out this past Christmas, but apparently it will be coming out sometime soon. It's titled Look Outside Your Window. It's uh, the 11 psychedelic-flavored songs were written and recorded by Sean, Corey Taylor, Jim Root, and Sid Wilson in a separate studio during LP sessions for All Hope Is Gone. Clown revealed the existence of the music back in 2018, and he says it's uh, timeless stuff. It's definitely not like the Slipknot that you're used to hearing, but it's cool, interesting stuff that he would like the world to hear at some point. Psychedelic Slipknot? That's what he says. I would love to hear that. One of the songs is called Till We Die. It surfaced on the Digitapack of All Hope Is Gone. The rest you'll have to wait to see the light of day. Slipknot is on tour in support of its latest album, We Are Not Your Kind, which was released last August, so we're going to have some new Slipknot coming soon. Live at Hell? The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Grand Rapids, Michigan is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. Great Lakes. We will use this as a reminder to have you dig a little bit deeper sometimes. You understand, Big J? Yeah. It's not always what it looks like on the outside. It's not always about the headline, dude. You understand? No. 
Because if you were to read the headline of this story, you would go, woman loses case after being injured on a zipline. And you go, hey, come on, man. What's going on in the world? She signed her waiver. When you go to a zipline and it's not put together correctly, you get hurt. You can't have some sort of issue. You know what I mean? And so you start thinking, have you have you ever been ziplining? Yeah. Do you enjoy it? No. Why not? That's just not my, I'm afraid of heights. Intermediate heights in particular. I see. Uh, what, did you do like one zipline or several or was it a whole course? It was a zipline course. And you didn't like it? Nope. Did you finish the course? No. No, I didn't. You did it once and you're like, that's good. Yep. I'm fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good time. Uh, and I think the reason why it's a good time is because there are safety and precautions and things that are going on and people there, and it makes you feel a little bit better about things that are happening. And so you go, okay, everything's going to be all right. And then you dig a little bit deeper into the story, and you go, no, Big J, as a matter of fact, she did not sign a waiver. She went on the zip line, and there was no waiver signed, and she got injured, messed up her knee pretty good, as a matter of fact. And then you go, well, hang on a second, man. How, how can somebody who doesn't sign a waiver gets hurt on the zipline not have a case, right? Yeah. The answer is she, uh, she, she like broke into the place, <laughs> did it on her own. No. Oh, no. Okay. Even more janky than that. <laughs> you can do it jankier than that. Oh sure. She was over at her brother's house, who set up a makeshift zipline in his backyard. Okay. And was like, listen, all you got to do is hold on to this little bar and it'll take you from the top of my house all the way down to that tree over there. Right, sis? Sally forth. And so she went ahead and jumped on. Of course, the line did not hold. She fell, injured her knee pretty bad. And now she wanted to sue her brother for his makeshift zip line. And the court's like, listen, yes, it sucks that you jumped off a roof and got hurt. But this does not absolve you from your stupidity of me, of being okay Thank with God. doing some sort of homemade zipline. There are no rules or regulations tied into it. You have to be responsible for your own actions sometimes. Like maybe you go, hey, my brother does not have an engineering degree. Why should I trust him to have put together any kind of zipline in his backyard, let alone one that would hold me as I jump off a roof of a house? Thank God so, the court's uh, doing the right thing. Yeah. Took it all the way to the uh, Supreme Court of Detroit of uh, Michigan before it ended up getting this particular call, only because she kept appealing. She did keep losing and then kept appealing and appealing and appealing all the way to the Supreme Court. And they're like, listen, lady, no. The Some guy in his backyard putting together a zip line are not you know, prone to the same laws as the companies and businesses that have to be licensed and bonded and insured in order to run a zip line. That's just your brother doing putting up a you know a, a clothing line from one part of his house to the other, and you trusting it's going to be okay. What an idiot! And it wasn't, and that probably shouldn't surprise you. So she's out of luck as well. She probably should be, but a great reminder that you know what? Sometimes it takes a little bit more of a deep dive to understand the full story, and also maybe don't trust your neighbor's zipline. The hell do they know about it, right? Exactly. Once again, trust no one. That's a lesson that you can learn from this show. 
Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. Lincoln Park and one step closer here on 100.3, the X Rocks. It is the morning after with Naked Big J. Looking back on 2019, I really only have one huge major regret that we didn't have a chance to do. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, you know, the more I think about it, the more I'm really, really just kind of like, it was one of those things where we had a chance, the window closed for reasons that were beyond our control. And so I I can't really get upset about it, but it was something I really wanted to do and wasn't able to do. And that was uh, drag Randy to see cats in the movie theater. Uh, It was something that I really wanted to do because cats looked hilariously awful. And it was just one of those things where I think it would be a really good time to see because it would be one of those things where you could make fun of forever. the whole time on his phone in the movie. I know, but it would have been hilarious still. To, uh, to have his he breakdown really of it. He really didn't want to go see it. That's that's most importantly about it. And so we were both on board uh, when we realized that he just really didn't want to. The excuse train was was moving pretty fast. And ultimately, it was something un-Randy-related that prevented us from going to the movie. But still, it would have been a fun time. And now, people are kind of hopping on board the whole, hey, listen, Cats is, a, is an abomination. We should use this to help. It's an abomination. <laughs> we should help people do some good things. And so now, there is uh, people that are, are doing something that's charity-minded that has to do with Cats. As a matter of fact, uh, there is a group of people that are trying to raise some money for the New York City Housing Works, which, of course, uh, focuses on the homeless and housing people in New York City, specifically those that are suffering from HIV or AIDS. And so it's a great charity, and they're looking to uh, raise about $15,000 to help out this charity in the next couple weeks. And they've done so, and they've set up a GoFundMe. And what they're saying they'll do if they can get the $15,000 is they will, in a theater, watch cats on a loop for 24 hours oh my god they'll sit down they'll watch it they'll be in there the only time they can take breaks is during the credits then they can go to the bathroom and things like that but they have to be there for the duration of the movie and be conscious and awake for the entire 24 hour period to help people out and raise some money for a charity and that's insane i know but i'm like hey that's a good idea i mean i like it you know i mean there's you're inflicting some pain upon yourself Something that probably takes some effort and, uh, you know, a little bit of positive brain activity yeah, in order to pull off. Yeah, Nagani. Right. Take this with your with your hunger strike. It's some passive resistance for you. And so uh, they're sitting in a theater and they're watching it for 24 straight hours. So I like that idea. Now I'm just trying to figure out how we can put together a screening of Cats for 24 hours to make Randy do it. And how we can make that happen. Uh, I, I got a couple suggestions. All right, I'm ready. I am ready. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Oh, you're uh, ready. A week of all '90s on the on the X. Oh, he might like that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, so I see. So he would get something positive out of it in his mind, and he right. would have to do something that would cost yeah, him yeah. his sanity on our end. I like it. I like it. We'll see if he's into the idea. Either way, uh, it might be a good idea for charity or torture. We uh, he gets to interview Pearl Jam. <laughs> Well, we'd have to make that happen first. But okay. Well, once the guys hear that he had to suffer <laughs> so greatly, maybe they would they would pony up, make it happen. Listen, I got to meet Metallica. It's Why true. can't Randy meet Pearl Jam? Yeah, and you didn't have to watch any cats at all. No, I just I don't know. I don't want to compare things, but <laughs> morning after I might have taken the cats twenty four hours. <laughs> Nick and Big J coming up in some short minutes. We got some important stuff and your pop culture smackdown. Uh, Morning After with Nick and Big J. 
According to a new study, Big J, most middle school teachers are incredibly stressed out. Yeah, I bet. University of Missouri researchers found that 94% of middle school teachers experience high levels of stress. Study leader says middle school is a particularly important time for students as they transition from elementary to having many different teachers. He says that unfortunately, findings suggest many teachers are not getting the support they need to adequately cope with the stressors of their job. The evidence is that teacher stress is related to student success, so it's crucial to find ways to reduce stressful school environments, also helping teachers cope with the demands of the job. How can we do that? Maybe having these school districts provide access to initiative programs that promote mental health and improve conditions for middle school teachers. We've often said this on this show. Uh, boy, when you have a good teacher, it, it makes all the difference in the world to what you can learn and can't learn. And those of you that are doing that job, it's a thankless job. It's a comically underpaid job. Yeah, yeah. You, you know how you can help uh, teachers? Uh, be better parents. Right. First, does help. first start right there. And make sure that, you know, everybody's doing everything that they need to do to make everybody's life a little bit easier. Yeah, do your job so the teachers don't also have to do that. Correct. Because when you add parenting on top of teaching, it's probably a bit more stress than what they're currently experiencing. So thank you to all the teachers, middle school and otherwise, that bust your humps helping out the kids, especially here in Idaho. It is very much appreciated. Super Bowl media night is usually full of crazy characters and weird ass questions wasn't so much the case last night but i ask you big j did you miss it uh no yeah i didn't i mean i don't know why i i started watching a little bit of it i missed i guess i missed the 49 or, or, or something and i saw a part of it where they're on this big stage and the Kansas City Chiefs captains and the 49er captains come out. They're dressed in all white, like, jumpsuits. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? It was like the Olympics. It's like, this is boring. And then uh, Andy Reid's got, a, a like, a, a Tommy Bahama shirt on. That That's doesn't his match MO. The rest of the team. And it's just, it just didn't look like it was fun. Too well, way too organized and uppity. Too uppity. Too uppity for Big J. Yeah. Now, that's pretty much the Super Bowl in a nutshell. Everything is uppity. Uh, but it was just a little bit more of a different tone for Media Day than it was other days, mostly because of Kobe Bryant, of course. Everybody wanted everybody's reaction, and it's hard to do a follow-up goofy bit or questions when everybody's trying to be fairly serious. So it was a different tone to Media Day than it has been in a Super Bowl's past, to be sure. But, like it or not, the game's happening on Sunday. We'll be out at Dave & Buster's. 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock for a live broadcast, and then the kickoff happening at 4.30. We have concert tickets for you to win. We have an autograph-breaking Benjamin guitar for you to win. We have a Nintendo Switch and great prizes, courtesy of Dave & Buster's, and Fireball Whiskey. So come on out. It's all free. We have a super square pool that you can play in for free and enjoy and have fun and maybe win tool tickets. Huh? In this moment tickets, corn tickets, all sorts of things we're going to be giving away on Sunday. And when you say Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey, you know who I miss? Who? The morning after sports with Pete Stoffer. <laughs> he was the fireball master. Yeah. You're right. I still have a, I think like it's like a fifth of fireball in my office from Pete Stoffer. I, I don't think it's a whole fifth. I think it's like a smaller you version. But right. yeah, you haven't touched that thing. No, because it's awful memories. Uh, the last time I got <laughs> really, really hammered was Pete Stoffer fireball shots. Let's do it, it again, man. Day. It was Let's a do it again Sunday, day. baby. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne said on the red carpet of the Grammy Awards that he'll move forward with his No More Tours 2 Trek, quote, if he's well enough. 
made his first public appearance since announcing his Parkinson's disease diagnosis. He was talking to Grammy Red Carpet Live about the tour, and he says, If I'm well enough, I'll work towards it, but I'm having physical therapy every day, five days a week, so I'm trying. I'm doing the best I can, and then, you know, neck surgery is not easy. Of course, Ozzy had neck surgery to correct an old injury he aggravated earlier in 2019, forcing him to stay off the road for all of last year. He received his Parkinson's diagnosis last February, right around the same time. And so he admitted during the Grammys, quote, this last year has been hell for me. Of course, Ozzy's now 71. So far, all the dates are rescheduled and ready to go. I just hope, I really hope that if he's not up for it, man, he doesn't do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I mean, I know he doesn't want to piss people off and make people upset, but I don't want him to risk his life doing this. I mean, if this is the end of the road because of all this stuff, then, man, what a run. And it's, Legendary. Right. It's okay. I just don't want him to have to do all this stuff because he's made commitments to it and he doesn't want to cancel it again. I'd rather him just, you know, be all right than anything else. Easy for me to say, I suppose, is not a ticket holder to his upcoming tour. But nonetheless, that's how I feel. Morning After with Nicky Big J. Got your pop culture smackdown happening here in a few. Nick and Big J. Yeah, we've got some tickets here for you. The Atonement Tour North America 2020 hits uh, the Rev Center on March 29th. That uh, has Killswitch Engage in it, Light the Torch, and uh, there's another band. That, uh, August Burns Red. August Burns Red. That's right. So we'll get you those tickets if you can beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. All right, 208-287-1003 for these Kill Switch tickets. All you have to do is beat me. Big J's got all the questions. Let's see how you do in this little game we call Pop Culture Smackdown. Good morning, the X. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing, man? What's your name? Josh. All right, Josh. Good luck. Josh, Cobra Kai is the dojo from what 80s karate movie? Uh, right. That's correct. Nick Frank Darabont has been nominated for Best Screenplay twice for which movies? Uh, I'll say one was Shawshank Redemption. That's correct. Your right. favorite favorite movie of all time. Uh, and then I'm trying to think. I know he did The Green Mile. Uh, I'm going to go with Green Mile. That's correct. Right. Green Mile it is. Uh, in National Lampoon's Vacation, what fictional amusement park were the Griswolds road tripping to visit? Uh, Wally World. Right. Wally World is correct. Nick, what was the very first movie to receive a PG-13 rating? Uh, is it Red Dawn? Yeah, damn it. Right. It is. Avenge me, sons. <laughs> uh, what day is the Super Bowl always played on? Sunday. Uh, that's correct. Right. Nick, who was the first man to appear solo on the cover of Playboy magazine? Uh, Playboy magazine? Ooh. Uh, see, my uh, my gut went right to Burt Reynolds, but I think it might be Hugh Hefner. I'm going to say... No, Burt Reynolds was Playgirl. I'm going to say Hugh Hefner. Okay. Yeah. Is that's that right? right? That's right. right. <laughs> who is the boss on NBC's TV show, The Office? Steve uh, Carell. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take that. All right. You wanted the character's yeah. name? Yeah, that's okay, though. Uh, Nick, the Cannonball Run is an unofficial coast-to-coast automobile race. It starts in which U.S. city? Oh, uh, the city it starts in. Uh, I will say, ooh, are they going from the East Coast to the West Coast? The West Coast to the East Coast. I'll say uh, Miami, Florida. Uh, that is incorrect. God! Son of a gun. You finally got one wrong. Which one was New it? New York City. New York City. Get a row. Right. Well done. Congratulations, man. You got yourself tickets to Killswitch Engage and August Burns Red, the Rev Center on the 29th of March. 
Hang on one second. We'll get all your information, Josh. Well done. Well There's done. There's no in between. What do you, you either mean? know everything or you don't know anything. <laughs> well, wait, isn't that how it all works? No. I mean, I know Cannonball Run was a movie that starred Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise, and yep. it was an all-star cast, so I know some things about it. And I just don't Cannonball remember. Cannonball Run too. And did it go? Uh, did it go to L.A.? Yes, it did. Okay. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. Run a headlines next to the X Rock. <laughs> Headlines brought to you by GoTeamSaveMoney.com. It's a website you need to go to if you're looking for a new or used vehicle. That's the website for Team Mazda Subaru. Big J, you ever heard of them? Yeah. Yeah, buy some cars from like me. Go check them, huh? Go check them out at GoTeamSaveMoney.com. I bought like seven cars from them. Headlines are as follows. Bad day for wieners. Not what it's for. And pickle this. Pickle this! Never underestimate what can be used as a weapon, Big J. On Saturday afternoon, four robbers broke into a business in Sandy Springs, Georgia, while the store owner was out getting some lunch. When he returned from said lunch, he found the thieves in action, and he swung at them with what he had in his hand. A plastic bag filled with a bunch of pickle jars, among other things. He managed to hit one thief in the head and the face, a witness helped subdue the thieves until police arrived. They were arrested, charged with several things, including armed robbery, did some damage to the store, but not able to get out with any goods. And this guy broke some pickle jars over people's faces. Take that. Ouch. That would hurt, right? That would, re- I mean. That's thick jars. Yeah, this ain't the movies. Have you ever dropped a pickle jar? I have. <laughs> what happened? It didn't break. You mean this isn't the movies? Right. So uh, it, you're saying it took a good thunk about the it's neck and face. It's going to take some force. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, also, you know, you probably weren't swinging the pickle jar with velocity as you threw it to the ground, correct? It just slipped out of your no, hands. No, I was. I, I was. It was a Gronk spike. <laughs> and it still didn't break? I'm just kidding. That's impressive. I just wanted to carry this further. Way to go, Vlasic Pickles. Bad day for wieners or not what it's for? Not what it's for. Getting out of a bad relationship can feel like an emergency, that's for sure, but this is not that kind of bad. A woman in Largo, Florida, decided to call 911 on Friday. Police say 69-year-old Silva Shoemaker called and texted multiple times to 911 to ask for things like uh, how to talk to a counselor and how to file for divorce. When police showed up to arrest her for misusing 911... You're never going to guess what happened, Big J. They say she was, quote, what? Drunk. Highly intoxicated. That is correct. She has been charged with the misuse of the, misuse of the 911 system. They're not taking jokes lightly anymore with the 911 stuff. Like, it's always good for a story and a headline, but, like, you're going to go to jail if you misuse the 911 line. Right. Like, yeah, it's it's funny to call 911, uh, you might think, if, like, they get your burger wrong in a drive-thru, but that just means you're going to jail. And then I'm guessing you probably won't think it's that funny. <laughs> the joke probably will run dry right around the point you're in the backseat of a police vehicle. Yep. Getting escorted downtown to get fingerprinted. Wrap it up with bad day for wieners. It turns out the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile, a mobile big J that we have been in the presence of. I, you you mean the Holy Trinity. It can be pulled over just like any other vehicle. As a matter of fact, the Wienermobile was pulled over in Waukesha, Wisconsin over the weekend. God damn after, Wisconsin cops. After not moving over for an emergency vehicle. You gotta get that Wienermobile out of the way if somebody wants to get out of the way. 
Local police tweeted about the incident and noted that the driver of the 27-foot sausage-shaped vehicle was left off with a verbal warning. No citations were issued. <laughs> Here's a question. That thing's pretty big. Where are they supposed to pull off to? I mean... Well, also, I mean, like, it was snowing. It looked almost like... I saw the picture. It looked like it was on, like, a mountain road. I'm like, what do you want the Wienermobile to do, right? I mean, I get it. You have to get out of the way of emergency vehicles. There's no doubt about that. I'm just saying, like... I'm not sure what protocol is for pulling over a Wienermobile. It can't yeah. be easy. And how ironic. The cops ticketing the Oscar wire. I mean, it looks like a big hot dog. Correct. Also, it's not like a semi-truck where there's, like, some give to it. There's no bend to the Wienermobile, man. I can't imagine augering that thing around. You know what I mean? Yeah, not easy. No, it can't be. And it's, it's I mean, 27 feet is a long vehicle. So, either way, no tickets were released. Everybody had a good time with the Wienermobile. There's your headlines. You're up to date on pretty much everything. Breaking Benjamin, the diary of Jane here on the morning after with Nick and Big J and 100.3 The X Rocks. Big J, it looks like things are going to be changing in the hospitality industry, are they not? Yeah, no, an old brand rises from the ashes like a phoenix, Nick. <laughs> Atari, uh, by the way, has a, a new game console coming out here very soon in 2020. For real? Yes. Is it I've, like i uh, told you about this many times. I don't remember anything about it. Is it going to be like a, obviously an updated version of things with better graphics and things like that and like uh, exclusive games? Yes, uh, the VCS probably games from other um, you know other other gaming companies as well. Uh, it's a it's a pretty slick looking uh, device, so we'll get into that hopefully. Uh, they said early 2020, but it's early 2020. Haven't Here heard much about it, but Atari has uh, they've branded up and uh, began a development deal uh, to uh, to. Bring about some Atari-themed hotels, Nick. Partnering with strategy agency GSD Group and Phoenix, Arizona-based real estate developer True North Studio, they're going to be give, uh, be developing a hotel themed after the video game brand. The plan is to combine a hotel with video game experiences. Atari is promising unique lodging experience, combining the iconic brand with one-of-a-kind video game-themed destination. It will include uh, the latest VA, uh, VR and AR games, as well as state-of-the-art venues and studios to accommodate esports events. So it's a huge deal. Esports, by the way, is starting to gobble up billions upon billions upon billions of dollars of money, and uh, everybody wants in on it. And uh, they're going to be the first. It'll start out with Phoenix, Arizona, then additional hotel. Hotels are being planned in Vegas, Denver, Chicago, Austin, Seattle, San Francisco, and San Jose. For why, I don't know. So they're not messing around. Uh, and so I ask you, Big J, what is the Atari game you would most like to immerse yourself in? Uh, Missile Command. Missile Command? Good one. Pitfall? You into that? Yeah, Pitfall was fun. Jumping over crocodiles in your hotel room? Yeah, Atari, and they also have uh, Pitfall the movie coming out. Do they really? No, I'm making that up. <laughs> but I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Coming soon to a theater near you. So I imagine, well, you know, we've talked about Super Nintendo doing their whole theme park thing, which is also very VR related and immersing yourself in the world of Super Mario. I can't imagine that if this is successful, Xbox and PlayStation 2 video game properties that have a little bit more equitable property that they can hang their hat on might be getting involved in it as well. So if you could live in any video game, Big J, which would it be? What do you mean, live? Why yeah. would I need to live? Well, you know, in a world of VR, vacation in it. As if the, you were, you know? You were going to a hotel room themed on what? Um, Contra. Nintendo, then. Nintendo is your platform of choice. 
You have chosen. Would you use the Chico? You have chosen. What is this, Jumanji? Yeah. Of course I would use the Chico, but I don't remember it. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A-B-A, select start. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions next in the x Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, let's get somebody uh, a CD of choice, Nick. We got a bunch of new music sitting over there in the uh, the old closet, if you will. You get to choose your own CD. Rattle them off. What's in there? Uh, we've got uh, new Corn for you. We've got uh, new Breaking Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, I don't remember the rest. All right. Maybe Volbeat over there. I don't know. All right. 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you would like to have your pick of the litter when it comes to music in the X's Music Vault. Bad Impressions works thusly. Big J has got three clues. They each point to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, then you have got your pick at the stuff that you would like to listen to. Big J, are you ready? Yep. Then to the phones we go. Good morning, the X. Morning. How you doing, man? What's your name? All right, man, you're up first. I went to prison. I I went to prison for tax evasion. Next. I started movies like New Jack City, White Man Can't Jump, and Blade. Wesley Snipes. There you go. Yeah, dude, well done. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with that CD of your choice. What was clue three? I'm famous for this line. Always bet on black. And why is Wesley Snipes in the news? Well, he was going to be in a Super Bowl commercial along with her buddy Matt Walsh that uh, uh, Mr. Peanut, uh, you know, they put out the the pre-commercial, I guess. The teaser. The teaser, which has gotten a whole bunch of views. But Kraft Heinz has said, you know what? The putting on pause all campaign activities, including paid media, will evaluate next steps through a lens of sensitivity to those impacted by the tragedy of Kobe Bryant and the helicopter crash. So they're yanking the death of Mr. Peanut because of Kobe Bryant. Yeah. So uh, I'm guessing conservatively... Five to ten million dollars planned around this advertising campaign, uh, including a bunch of Super Bowl spots that you were supposed to see on Sunday that they are taking off because uh, a famous person died as well as Kobe. Yeah, yeah. It's not like in some of the other cases where we see these things happening because uh, there were active violence and, and, you know, there's a lot of people who were affected. But not only that, but also, I mean, usually we see things pulled because there's some sort of similarity. The only similarity here is death. Do you know what I mean? Or at least the facsimile of. It's a a fictional character, even. I know. I know. Uh, I'm not sure what they're doing, but I guess my guess is they're just trying to be sensitive. But it seems almost overtly ridiculous to me. Oversensitivity. I mean, uh, it's it's really, really weird that they're pulling this particular ad just because uh, of a celebrity death. While impactful as it may be, and a, a devastating reality that it is. It still seems weird that you're not going to kill off. Even It wasn't even a permanent kill off. Your mascot, because of this particular thing, is yeah, It's, it's ridiculous, man. It's where we're at now, strange. and it's ridiculous. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next in the X-Rock. Closing out the show with some anthrax that is breathing lightning here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to wrap it up for this particular Tuesday. Friendly reminder that we've got another Half Price Friday coming up on Friday at xrock.com. You want to grab these uh, hook and reel 
$50 gift certificates only for 25 bucks. So some great seafood. It's right there on Eagle and Fairview if you want to check it out for yourself. But these are probably going to go quick, so you're going to want to get in on as soon as you can at 9 o'clock so you can grab yourself $50 worth of hook and reel food for just 25 bucks for Half Price Friday at xrock.com. Big J approved? Yeah, and, and I would say that when you do go, take a shirt you don't want anymore. Huh? Yeah, because, I mean, it's all over the place. They give you nice bib, but it just doesn't have the coverage that I need. Well, you do eat a little bit more aggressively than other people. I'm not an animal! Well, I mean, you do drop things on yourself a lot, is what I'm saying. Yeah. It is a, a standard, I mean, that's a Big J trope. No. I mean, there's it stains all over shirts, things are dropped on to coffee, all sorts of things. It happens. Yeah. And so uh, you may not have the same issues that Big J does, but you certainly should check it out for yourself for Listen, sure. Listen, I'm telling you, it's so damn good. You want to get it? You're going to want to get it on your shirt. More movie reviews coming your way tomorrow. That will be fun. On top of additional tickets to Kill Switch Engage, that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, can't wait to watch Velocipaster, the movie. I'm glad that you're excited about it. I was what I was hoping you were going to pick this morning, and you did, and it has to yeah, be I'm great. Yeah, I'm not lame. It has to be great, right? I want to have fun. It's going to be a good time. It is streaming on Amazon Prime if you want to check it out for yourself. That's going to do it for us. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew is up next. Have a good one. It is the x Rock.